Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi everyone, welcome to Relatively Healthy. We have a phenomenal guest today, Aubrey Jacobowitz. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I feel like when I want to know about a topic, sometimes I'm nervous because I know I'm going to say the wrong thing or I'm going to offend. And this is one such topic where I don't feel completely at ease. And I want you to tell me when I say something stupid. Do you do you promise to do that? Uh, Yeah. And you promise right back because I also don't feel like uh, I, I am like the advocate. I was just saying this yesterday. I'm like, I'm not the polyamorous person. I am a polyamorous person. It's not my entire identity. Right. And, and I don't know if I'm doing it, you know, quote unquote, the right way. Right, right. Which I think is something interesting to discuss because I'd mm-hmm. love to discuss your experience with polyamory and how it has been defined in your life, mm-hmm. knowing that it is probably different for everyone, right. I assume. Yeah. I mean, there are some, there's like Craigslist groups, there's like a whole bunch of people who are like, all poly all the time they have like friends that they hang out with and you know maybe sleep with maybe not um I think that for me I just kind of wanted to feel like a regular part of my life like a regular part of dating mm-hmm. um and so that's how I approach it um basically I approach all my relationships with honesty and I say you know monogamy is something that we can discuss but for the most part, I want to explore relationships with people who want to explore them with me, you know, for the amount of time that we want to do it. And then that's it. <laughs> right, right. So when you're dating, you you identify as polyamorous and you look for people who also identify the same way? Not necessarily. I mean, there's a lot like people are all in different parts of their lives right now and in dating like you meet you meet people um who just broke up with somebody or they like you know they like they're not in a place emotionally where they can commit to something um long term and that like that's a more casual dating that I do where I'm like okay well this person isn't looking to build anything to sustain like in a committed type of way um but I do look for like relationships the same way monogamous people look for them it's mm-hmm. like I want to sustain this and I want to feel good about our relationship and so like however long that lasts 
that you know I want I want to keep going this sounds way healthier than what most people do it's just like I have to find the person and put the ring on it immediately and then I'm gonna die right that kind of scares me it kind of it kind of freaks me out but I see the appeal Mm. and and I think that a lot of it is security and I'm not knocking security even in the least um I think that security is like imperative to being able to just like chill out and live your life um but there are other ways to feel secure yeah and have you always identified as polyamorous no um no I think you know in high school I had like a long-term boyfriend and um we used to like have crushes on other people and kind of like tell each other who we thought was cute or whatever but we never acted on anything Mm -hmm. and then I kind of like molded that into like casual I was like oh I'll just like casually date and I was like well this doesn't feel right because I don't feel like I'm connecting to anybody and then somebody at the LGBT center um in at my college was like oh you mean like polyamory oh wow okay so someone sort of said the word and it was like oh yeah yeah that's that makes sense to me I was like I want to date people but I don't want to be their girlfriend but I also want to form like a lot of fun like connective relationship with them like right. how do I do that and she's like oh yes it's so easy just yeah yeah this name and then so like I think a lot of people associate polyamory with having multiple significant others at once or having like a relationship where there's three people in the relationship together mm-hmm. and it, and like is that what you're talking about like those setups are part of what you are like exploring and doing or I mean that would be something fun to explore it's not something that I have explored yet I mean the Wonder Woman comics were made by that guy who had two loves of his life and they all live together what yeah and they they were in love with each other as well wait Wonder Woman comics were made by a by, guy by, by a guy yeah but yeah I know but you gotta read you got there's like a movie about it oh, I'll, okay. t- I'll tell you about it later when right. I google it okay but yeah but over uh, it's basically about I don't know but I I just enjoyed that they were all able to live together um like in like a happy triad union for a little while mm-hmm. um and I, that's something that I would explore but for the most part um like I've had I've had different types of polyamorous relationships it basically is all about communication there's like so many little tiny umbrellas that fall under that big umbrella and like I've had primary partners where I was sleeping with other people but he didn't really feel like it I've had a primary uh partner who like was like promise me you're sleeping with other people you know like people are just in different weird places in their lives and they want you to a a lot of people that I date want me to just do whatever like makes me happy because I think that a lot of people our age are not very interested in in like being kind of not tied down but like right right I get like we maybe okay so that's interesting also I just want to say if I'm dating someone I don't want them to just be happy I just want them to be with me that's like the only end goal (laughs) and even if they're miserable like then I've succeeded (laughs) so I I can understand what you're saying but it's hard for me to intellectualize that Mm -hmm. but I do think there's something you're speaking to which is previous generations maybe we've seen like our parents generation and how many marriages ended in divorce or dissatisfaction and they achieved the thing, they achieved the ring, they achieved the monogamous long-term relationship, but it didn't lead to happiness. So maybe there's another way. Like maybe 
we should be more open-minded about what we perceive as like how a relationship has to look. Right. And I also think it's just a part of what's happening right now. Like a lot of us are not saving for retirement. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are, you know, we're not planning too far ahead because we feel like we can't. We feel kind of out of control. And I think that that's a huge part of why people are embracing this now. And it's like a weird kind of sad like way to segue into this, which, you know, it's polyamory if it's done right it has the potential to be very fulfilling and um but but you know a lot of people are are into it because i think nobody wants to like get married we all think we're gonna die you know like right right yeah it's a little bit like what is the goal what do you want in life and is it worth just buying into the marriage thing right. and that whole thing or like thinking about what you really want in this life when we're not so much is uncertain and right. we can't buy a house we can't buy a house you know we yeah can't afford children or a dog or right you know like it's just the american dream has been kind of like shattered into a million pieces and we're just trying to we're just feeling very fragmented as yeah. people i think and love i think I I can't limit (laughs) this sounds so fucking douchey uh I just don't want to limit the amount of love that I want to give Mm -hmm. um which sounds like some like gaslighty way for me to be like I just love all of you you know (laughs) like I love every single one of you you know why can't we all fucking get along yeah but it's not that it's it feels different because it feels genuine for me yeah and I think that if you go into it with like a genuine and sympathetic kind of heart you like you have to you have to anticipate other people's needs right and that's like really important but has jealousy come up for you oh yeah a bunch um I don't personally get jealous of like other people sleeping you know sleeping with my partners um I haven't had much experience with that like like being confronted directly with it like I know that the people that I sleep with sleep with other people right it's not like the surprise or the betrayal or the lie that's no that yeah yeah, that because that's gone there's no like lie right and well if yeah there's no outright lie if I feel like I've been like duped in some way then that or like you're like vague on your plans and or you do outright lie to me Mm -hmm. like that is not like that's what I'm trying to avoid got it in terms of like being polyamorous because like I wouldn't want someone to feel like they had to sleep with someone in secret you know and I just feel like it's like oh omission until it comes up Mm -hmm. kind of thing and Mm -hmm. if it has to be more casual than divisive because I don't like when people are divisive with me just in regular situations much less like yeah romantic relationships um but yeah I, I I think that the main part of it is just like just be honest that's all yeah that's all i need like if you know if you want to sleep with other other people like that's not where my jealousy stems there like there have been instances where people will be interested in somebody that i personally have like look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Beef with or something, you know, mm. like some like it feel if it feels like uh like in a like a social attack or something then that's not cool you know like what like if you're sleeping with like three different people in the same friend group that's dangerous yeah i was gonna ask do you know like names if you're with someone who's sleeping with other people do you know the names of the other sexual partners um i i don't think i've gotten that far yeah i would google everyone it would be horrible i'd be such a mess yeah i mean there like there are some people that like my partners talk about Mm -hmm. and i just like kind of casually maybe look at them and you know but i'll maybe not care enough i i don't know i just don't think that it I don't think it matters if someone finds the light in someone else, you know, like that's like their light that they're looking for. And so it's like if they want to if they want to dig on it, you know, like how how could I stop them? Wow. I would stop them. I would be like, I'm cutting your dick off. What's I mean, even just my boyfriend kind of had that conversation. But I, I feel like it's it's an evolve view because it's like saying it's sort of a you also have a lot of confidence to do this, I think. A lot of yeah. insecure people like myself are like, I want to be convinced that I can be enough or that this person doesn't need other people or right. something like that. Right. I feel like what you're saying is, I have a light and other people have a light mm-hmm. and I'm not going to deprive them of that light because I got my own light and that's good too. Yeah. And, and that's that, part yeah. of it. That's yeah. a huge part of it. I, I think another part of it is just being anxious that I am not enough. Right. And, and saying, well, I, I know that I'm not enough. I'm I'm lacking in all of these things and I don't want you to hold it against me. Oh, so if you can find that in somebody else, like take some pressure off of me that's a really good that's a really interesting point too because I've heard that said it's like I know that this person can't get everything from me Mm -hmm. and to when we're in a monogamous long-term relationship you have such high expectations they have to fulfill everything on your list and Mm -hmm. so it's like okay it's going to offset the pressure if some of the things are from someone else and some are from me and you know Mm -hmm. and likewise like I'll find some things from somebody else too yeah that's interesting yeah and I think that you know a lot of relationships are like are based in sex and like to deny that like not all relationships and you shouldn't like you shouldn't just have sex with someone just because you're sexually attracted to them like you have to like weigh all of the things Mm -hmm. and like like that's part of the introspection that comes with polyamory is that like you you're forced in a way to confront all of these things that add up to like should I be with this person or should I not like what are the uh, implications uh, the social implications what are what will happen to my heart what will happen to my friends if this happens and like also I don't know you yeah know? it seems like a lot more of an active approach than the passive like you really do have to think about those things mm-hmm. and when things come up you have to deal with them yeah versus a lot of people might be like well I'm just moving along and gonna pretend nothing happened and go to tomorrow and it's gonna be great yeah right well yeah but I'm I and I'm not like perfect like sometimes that happens too where I feel like I'm not being communicative enough or they're not being communicative enough and you know if they're not well versed in polyamory or or what it means specifically to me but also you know in general um then there is that lack and like there is like there is like a like a space in between where I'm like okay but I'm trying to do things this way and then other people are like oh I thought the 
polyamory meant you were casual or whatever. Mm, yeah. Is like, it, what are the misconceptions you hear? I'm sure there's those come up. Right. That I'm like, not I, but that people who are polyamorous are uh, promiscuous or slutty or selfish or um, that they're just like not serious mm-hmm. as people. They don't mean it. Um, or, you know, I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't really whenever I talk to people about it, they seem interested in to my face. You know, I don't know if they're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, like behind my back. But um, and, you know, I don't know if it's working. I don't know if it's going to keep working. And there, yeah, there is an alternate future with me living on a farm and having like a baby with rain boots on it you know <laughs> baby with rain boots on <laughs> that's that, the dream that's my dream that's the dream um following all the little duckies yeah it's, there is some like weird simple uh, like pasture <laughs> yeah totally mine is eating alone in a house to death like Ooh. i think about just eating 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 just like and ice cream dying. cookies etc until i die and that's my kind of farm fantasy oh i love that yeah so mm. Uh, yeah, like I think what you're speaking to is interesting because I do think people are familiar with the term, myself included, and don't really know what is mm-hmm. involved or they've heard different definitions. Mm-hmm. I think for some people, I've like, you know, there are certain expectations you hear or things you read or things people say, and they may not be accurate. Or as you mentioned earlier, there's a million ways to define polyamory. It's probably yeah. not the same person to person. So I think it's like people are catching up right now with understanding it. And I think that's really interesting because this term, like you were exposed to it in college, I don't think I was exposed to it till pretty recently. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's always been a large percentage of people that have never had the term or the term wasn't available or like, or if it's a reaction to things that have happened in society, like what, where it came from. So I think it's interesting to talk about it. And I'm glad to hear people are curious about it because I think it is one of the more interesting things that have like emerged in relationships lately that we should be talking about. Yeah. And it's so weird. Like I'll look at old movies and there will be signs of polyamory Mm. and like swingers or whatever, (laughs) you know, they like, they like have it all in like the back of the movie as like a side joke or whatever yeah, where it's yeah. like oh those are the johnsons <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they're like canoodling with a different couple or whatever yeah um and so there's like there's been signs of it throughout history i think that just it is it is about where we stand as you know a society and and like you know when we were able to get that suburban dream in the 50s yeah we jumped on it because it sounded like a dream um but it yeah it's just different it's just different now i think that yeah. i think that people are um you know monogamy wasn't always the way to, to the way to do it um and it, it emerged as the like main way uh to have a relationship but that doesn't mean that it's the best way right especially now as women in the amount of choice that we're given and the amount of burdens associated with certain choices that used to just be like a given I feel like it makes sense right now to be talking about this like this is such a women don't need men the way they used to they don't need the husband they don't need like to rely on the guy 100 percent yeah yeah and I think that also like there's a lot more women exploring their sexuality Mm -hmm. and and um, beyond men you know and uh, I think that it's 
absolutely one of the reasons why polyamory has become such a hit because women are discovering that yeah they do want to be pleased and they want to feel it you know on their own terms on their own time and uh and without the, the you know the box of like disney princess love you know like we want to fuck you know right. not within the confines of a fairy tale but we you know Lim- limitlessly you know and i i'm so excited for women to discover that and like there there are women all around me who are like fully owning their sexuality and the the fact that they fuck whoever when they want you know and i just i'm digging it that's really cool mm-hmm. we were talking to about um like representations and maybe swingers or things in the background are there representations now that you've seen of polyamory in any sort of media that is remotely like yeah uh yeah a lot um i mean that wonder woman movie Mm. um there uh is a show called casual which Mm. is a great show about relationships and possibly incest and cool 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 cool, cool. (laughs) yeah it's it's been through i think three seasons right now on the fourth season they might get to the incest part um they're just (laughs) oh leaving us in the lurch um but yeah no there's a bunch of of new stuff being uh created for and about polyamorous people um i think uh high maintenance Mm -hmm. has a bunch of that too um yeah i'm i'm really excited and also there's a lot of bisexual visibility that's coming out right now and i'm like oh thank god yeah because um because there's a lot of ways to like mute that um yeah i don't feel like i see a lot of that in the media yeah there are bi characters less bi men um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like hardly it's it's just now it's just now happening yeah because people don't know how to like talk about it or like unfortunately will and grace Mm -hmm. um they used to do a bunch of jokes that was like oh you saw him kissing a woman but i thought it was gay or whatever yeah yeah. there's like this like like constant like pushing bisexual people in the closet and then finally they had to buy sexual episode or whatever where nick offerman played a bi guy and um they totally misrepresented it and like he was like lying to both of them and sleeping with both of them right they like associate it they they tie it in with like either yeah like because was he with both will and grace on that episode yeah which is crazy because then it makes it seem like that small portrayal makes it seem like bi people are attracted to literally everybody like a will and a grace are such different types of people That's but true. it's just like okay well here's a man and here's a woman and i'm bi so i like them both right it's just such a flattening of you know the so character reductive <laughs> it's so sad. reductive and sad and yeah and that he was like promiscuous and also right. like a, a trickster and like someone who would trick you yeah and, like that sucked a lot and yeah. I, they had this like opportunity to redeem themselves and they totally missed the mark yeah um yeah that's so funny that show does it's funny what doesn't hold up anymore in the reboot because I think they, at the time, it was, like, so revolutionary. And now you see some of the jokes and some of the way that they portray people. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I think we've moved a little past this. Yeah. A lot of people are doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't want to talk about Roseanne. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. It's, it's so sad. Very, very sad. It's so sad. But they have a gender non-binary or whatever. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. Not, 
uh, I'm not going to pay attention. Right. To like that one throwaway. Right. It's almost like they thought that would be the, you know, um, get out of jail free card. Yeah, exactly. The handoff to liberals is like, we're good, right? Okay, cool. Don't ask questions. Have you heard of queer baiting? No, what is this? Queer baiting is when it's like when um, shows or movies, uh, they basically like imply queerness, but they don't say it outright so that oh. like queer people will be able to pick up on it. But straight people won't like oh. because they like it's just not a part of their like everyday dialogue or whatever. Um, but it's like this way to get queer people to be interested in their film and television shows. Um a good example of this is Supernatural, uh-huh. where they like implied several times that the two main dudes were like in love with each other, and basically like queer people would write all these like fanfics, like love ship, whatever you call it, whatever. Um, and now they're, I think they're doing it in the new Star Wars movie, and I hope like supposedly Lando is like pansexual, but they're just saying that on me in the media and uh-huh, but probably- not putting it actually in the script or addressing it it's just I mean, sort I of doubt this, it. yeah yeah interesting i doubt it so that feels sad that feels like it's then it's we, in a lot of tv shows too like oh riverdale no. oh no yeah i mean riverdale no riverdale has queer characters but they yeah. also have like the implication okay riverdale safe but <laughs> there was greek i think mm-hmm. greek was like had like a lot of like oh will they or won't they you know interesting yeah. I mean, at this point, I would hope that there's enough acceptance among the viewers, like of Riverdale, to put it out there. Yeah, I think Riverdale, like they've had a couple of queer relationships. Yeah, they're they're kind of dancing around it. The main the main um, gay character has always been out, mm-hmm. and his dad is the police chief, and he's like always been fine with it. And so that's like a cool, like plot line or whatever. That or it's an, a non plot line because yeah. it's like. It's not like this, like, I'm coming out thing, which, like, I'm sick of. I don't need to. And I also don't need to see, like, a woman figuring out how to orgasm for the first time. (laughs) Like, I don't need to see that anymore. No. Yeah, we're good. Like, we get it. Women don't know how to, like, make themselves. Okay. We're figuring it out, though. Yeah. Slowly. Movie by movie. Piecing it together. The first one I saw that was Pleasantville. Oh, that Remember? was a good that one. That was a really though. good one where everything becomes colored, right. colorful. Yeah. Right. But that's like, it's different because they almost, they don't even know what their genitals are. That's and so true. it's so funny. And then did that get into any sort of like queer stuff at all? <laughs> no. That no. would have been good. They that would have been really, that. they should do a queer Pleasantville. That oh, would be man. cool. Oh. That would, Okay. 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 Uh, okay. Let's write this let's down. Let's write this down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I can't think of a lot of movies where it. Yeah, like it's not the coming out story, but it's a queer person navigating yeah. the world or like it's not like the main event of the movie. Right. Like, I don't know if you saw. Did you see Love, Simon? No, I didn't. Oh, OK. I thought it was really sweet rom-com, but it's also like I just want to see. I just want to see more portrayals of more just like people living their lives people living their lives yeah, yeah. that's what i hope for polyamory and not like yes. a, like a hacha-cha kind of that's thing and like people think of like film. okay they think of like big love or they think of you know like 
Mormon mm-hmm. fundamentalist, you know? Yeah, th- yeah. That's what I said when when the person was like, how how about polyamory? And I was like, oh, what? Like, it? I thought that oh, they meant polygamy. Th- polygamy. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, wait, what? That only benefits one person. And then yeah. they were like, no, 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 no. So, like, people are just very misinformed, myself included. And yeah. I was, like, raised in a very liberal household and liberal. Yeah. You know? I mean, my town was super suburbia. But... Um, but yeah, I think that it just like talking about it is super, super helpful. And then also just portraying it as normal in like film and yeah, television. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And how interesting in terms of dating in general, like how are you meeting people these days? Um, I don't even know. Uh, I think just like friends of friends lately. How does that happen? I don't know. I just keep going to events and pretending events. to look interested. But really, you're just checking people out. I'm just checking everybody out. Yeah, that's um, cool. No, I mean, I'm like not I'm not actively dating right now. Mm-hmm. I think for uh, for like about four months this year, I was seeing somebody like they were my primary or whatever. And I was like kind of passively looking for other people. Um, uh, but I, I don't know that that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I don't think I need to like look. I think that I need to find like Ooh. like if I find somebody that I'm super interested in, then I'll, you know, I'll pursue that. But um, I'm focused on other things right now. So it's if not I like- may uh, jump to a conclusion, I do feel like you are one of the more in touch with what you want people that I've ever met. Like, Thank I you. feel like you actually think about what you want and mm-hmm. what works for you. And I think that's really special. Thank you. That's really sweet. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just like a, a kind of pushback from what we've all been told and just questioning that, just questioning like, okay, but I tried the being in love with somebody and writing them poetry thing and that didn't work out. Yeah. So like what, what does work for me? Like what yeah. do I want and what am I capable of? And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that a lot of, the way that I um, hold my romantic relationships is because I want it to function within like a broader thing, you know, you know, like my, my life, like I want my life to be functional and I don't want to sit and worry about whether one person likes me and one person thinks that I'm the best. And, you know, and I know you were saying that earlier that that's what you want. Yeah. And you're like nodding to me and you're like, but it sounds good. Um, I guess we just have like different, like with, like I just have anxiety. Maybe you don't. No, Uh, I have (laughs) more than enough. For everyone. I'm really just brimming with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it, that part of it. Um, it feels it feels like I'm just hyper focused. I don't want to hyper focus mm-hmm. on that sort of thing. And Smart. I want to focus on like my career and other things. And so, yeah, like this whole podcast is about like relation like relationships and having relationships with several people at once but sometimes I just want to be by myself and be with myself yes and I think at the end of the day like if you are comfortable with yourself uh, which I mildly am and like I'm trying um and you know you want to hang out with yourself then that'll make it easier for you to like fall for other people you know and yeah and also keep that sense of like security within yourself you know, like, I think that the security has to come from within to, to really be able to do it. You this. know, people keep saying that and mm. I hear it. And I, I definitely <laughs> that sounds familiar, you I, know, better or it's it's uh, easier said than done. Yeah, because um, I 
my I'm still a person who needs attention yeah. and and security and uh, validation. And I think that that's a misconception uh, of polyamory is that people in polyamorous relationships don't need validation from each mm. individual partner, which like right. I do. Like I I do want to know if you like me or you love me or you want to go to art museums with me or if you just want to stay inside. I thought you were gonna say Olive Garden I was you like go mm. to Olive Garden yeah let's fucking go yeah exactly um I would do that for someone that I love but nobody less um <laughs> <laughs> exactly so yeah I think this is really interesting I think it's like f- for one thing it's you talking about just deciding what you want and not having expectations that are just based on society or what you've been told. But I love what you're saying about just removing the own expectations on yourself and saying, I don't have to be everything to someone else if I don't feel like that's what I want to do. And you can be flexible and you can decide and you can work with what you decide is best. And then whole honesty thing sounds good too. So this all sounds very good. I feel like it's a very (laughs) evolved way of looking at things. It does theoretically sound very good. Yeah. I also would just like if I were trying to date most people I'd be like I don't have time. Yeah. I mean it is very time consuming and like I I, I'm not dating like 10 people at once. Yeah. There will be some overlap sometimes. Right. Last year I was like I was actually celibate and I was dating three people and. Oh interesting. Yeah. I mean I, I just wanted like a break from like the sexual part of my relationships yeah. but I still wanted to connect with other people oh, and wow. so there was some crossover there but then I quickly was like <gasps> I cannot sustain this yeah um, three three different relationships going at the same time right and like I mean yeah I gotta I gotta work yeah <laughs> and like mm, clean my apartment and totally like, all this stuff so it's not you know it, I think it that it's just basically something that I know within myself mm. and that that's that's the part of it that appeals to me because like I don't necessarily have to be dating multiple people at once. But to have that option available to me is to open myself up to relationships that I wouldn't otherwise. Yeah. Listeners, I hope you're getting this. Like, seriously, <laughs> you have some questions to ask yourself. I'm glad this is recording because yeah. I'm like, oh, how do I feel about polyamory? And, and you're right. just like, go and <laughs> yeah. listen to it again. Go and listen. Yeah, listen back. This is great. Um, mm-hmm. So, Aubrey, if people want to find you, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Femist, F-E-M-M-I-S-T, and at Instagram, on Instagram at the, with the same name. Oh, God, I'm, I'm the worst at plugging. Um, I'm also going to be on a show next uh thursday it's called something it's called tryout Try uh and it's gonna be on the internet and also in real life um so Great. if you want to hear more about that you can follow my facebook page aubrey jacobo's comedy or uh instagram and twitter thank you thank you so much for being here and listeners if you have any questions or feedback please use our hotline give us leave us a voicemail at one eight four four stolar x or tweet us um, at the same handle. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for being here, Aubrey. Thank you. This was great. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.